We welcome you to White House First United Methodist Church, and we're so glad that you have tuned in. We uh, look forward to what the Lord has in store for our podcast today, but did want to give you just a short uh, announcement about next Sunday, the 12th. It is going to be our fall festival. It'll be a chance for people of all ages to come and to have a time of a hayride and have some uh, chili, to have food, to have fellowship, and really hope that you will come. It will be during our time of youth and kids jam and adult Bible study at 5 o'clock. We won't be having any of our normal services at that time at, uh, in the evening, but we'd love to have you to join us uh, in person uh, again, November the 12th from 5 to 7. But we are glad you're here, looking forward to this time together, and we're starting a new sermon series today that will be going through the month of November on prayer. And so glad you've tuned in. So let us begin with a word of prayer now. Gracious Lord, we thank you so much for today. We thank you for the opportunity you've given us to come in this mode of technology and worship you. May the songs that are chosen to be sung, may the scriptures that we hear, may the topic that we're discussing, it all be glorifying and pleasing and honoring to you. Lord, we love you and we thank you. And we pray these things in your name. Amen.
So today we do begin our series on prayer. And before we get to looking at Psalm 150, I want you to think of something important in your life. All of us probably think of something different when we think of importance. And all of them are, or you wouldn't have thought it. But when we look at the communication with God and people, the most important aspect of our relationship with our Lord in terms of communication is prayer. It is so vital that we could spend all year talking about the subject, but we're not. There's pieces of it all through the year, but there is going to be a focus for the month of November on this subject. Now, again, I can't see you a, uh, with when you would raise your hand or acknowledge it, so there's no judgment. But I want you to be honest in thinking how many times you pray on a daily basis. Is it only when we're listening to this podcast or we're, when we're in a church service? Will you honestly say that that's the only time you pray? You don't pray on a regular basis during the week? Maybe once a day? Twice? Three? Four? Maybe five or more times a day? I hope that if we're honest, that no matter when we landed on our average, that we could all see that we could all get better in our prayer life. There was someone from the church that I served while I was in New Johnsonville called Pisgah United Methodist. And there was a lady, God bless her soul, she passed away a few years ago, but Miss Bonnie DePriest had a saying that is always stuck with me. And this will be in your notes. But prayer should be our steering wheel, not our spare tire. I really hope that is the case for us. And I have sensed before I even got here that this was a praying church. And I have seen evidence of that on many occasions since arriving. Though some of you may feel pretty good about your prayer life, others may feel inferior on how or what to pray. That's why I've sensed from the Lord leading me and guiding me to spend this month on giving everyone that listens or is in the service or watch it on Facebook an opportunity to tap into this vital source of feeling confident in our prayer life. Now, before we start on the first part, I want to give you the whole formula. But there's a catch. You're going to have to come back for the next three weeks to get the meaning of the last three pieces of this formula. 
But again, it'll be in your notes. But uh, the formula is in an acrostic form called Acts. And those four letters stand for adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. So today we are going to look at the first letter, A. It stands for adoration. Webster defines adore to worship as divine and to love greatly. It can also mean praising our Lord. Can you think of a reason to praise our Lord today? I sure hope so. For some, it may seem a little more difficult because of the difficult week you had. For others, it may be super easy with all the great things that have happened over the last week. There are all sorts of reasons why God deserves our adoration. Let us now look at Psalm 150. Praise the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise God in His fortress, the sky. Praise God in His mighty acts. Praise God as suits His incredible greatness. Praise God with the blast of a ram's horn. Praise God with lute and lyre. Praise God with drum and dance. Praise God with strings and pipe. Praise God with loud cymbals. Praise God with clashing cymbals. Let every living thing praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is the Word of God for the people of God, and we say thanks be to God. I hope we heard many, many times in these six verses where it either said praise the Lord or praise God. Again, that stems to our first subject, adoration. And notice that That's why it's in the first part of the series and should be first in our prayer life. We should give adoration first and foremost to get our minds off ourselves. When we do that, we put our minds on our Lord who's more loving, more compassionate, smarter, and a whole lot better than we could ever think about being. King David puts this into practice in many of the psalms the Lord led him to write. But before David ever requested anything, he would praise the Lord. Oh, I pray that makes sense to us, and I also pray that we are doing that in our day-to-day lives as well. The Psalm 150, verse 1 that we read earlier says this, Praise the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise God in His fortress, the sky. So we're supposed to praise Him in church. The question is, do we? 
Our prayer life in church as well as outside the church should be filled with praising our Lord. This verse also says to praise Him when we're outside as well. Now if you notice in the verses, especially verses 3 through 5, in those verses we see all sorts of instruments that were known in Israel at the time of the writing of this psalm. Now, if we had all of these going on all at once on a stage, this place would be rocking. But the question is, do we have to have all those things to praise God? They're all great, they're beneficial, but we don't have to go out and buy a ram's horn to be able to praise God. I pray that we know that we can use our voice or whatever we have. Want us to look at verse 6. Let every living thing praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, one of the ways that we can praise the Lord is with the very breath that God gave us. As long as we live, we should be praising our Creator. By His breath, God created all things, and with our breath, we should have adoration for Him. There's another psalm, Psalm 9, verse 1, that alludes to adoration. And it says this, I will thank you, Lord, with all my heart. I will talk about all your wonderful acts. Notice this verse didn't just say 10% of the heart or even 50%, but with all our heart we should praise Him. Right here, right now, we have a choice of whether we're going to live our life half empty or half full. Whether we're going to live our life full of sorrow, no matter if things are going bad or going good, but yet even when good is happening, we still find something to complain about. Or we can live our life with praise, knowing that even in our difficulties, that our Lord is there for us. Now, not to say that there aren't going to be times when we're hurt and going through difficulties, but even then, I pray we can still find a way to give adoration to our Lord, even in those times. Now, when you think about prayer, another place that our minds go to in the Scripture is the Lord's Prayer. And that prayer shows all four, all four parts in detail. So you can pretty much put it together. We're going to be talking about the Lord's Prayer all month. But we're only looking at the adoration part today. I want you to hear Matthew Chapter 6, verses 9 and 10. And I'm reading from the New King James Version. In this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. There's a word there that 
maybe you've said all these years, but you have no idea what you're saying. It's the word hallowed. It means honored, holy, wonderful. Notice again, this is the beginning of the prayer, which shows the importance of giving adoration at the beginning. Also in the prayer we say there is adoration at the end. So the key is starting and ending with adoration to our Lord. But notice verse 13, which is the end of the Lord's prayer, and notice how it ends. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So all this adoration we've been talking about today is for His kingdom and His power and His glory forever. Amen. Now, there are so many times in our lives that we may have the following mentality. Oh, it's just their job, or he or she knows how much I appreciate him or her. Or I'll just give them a little extra bonus at the end of the year to show my gratitude. Now, maybe all those are true about the person you're thinking of, but sometimes words can mean so much. Folks, I will share that ever since I have been here, I have sensed the appreciation of this church by saying words, doing things for me. But I will say that last Sunday when Stephen Hofer got up and was sharing those words of appreciation to me from the church, the money that was given through this past month from the church, coming in here for lunch and having that wreath that had all those gift cards on it, and then the topper was the standing ovation that I received in the service last Sunday. Truly, all of these acts of kindness through the month of October meant more than you'll ever know. And all I can say is thank you. As much as I appreciate the thanks, I hope that you realize and that you know that I do take those words to heart, but I turn them all back around and give God the praise for giving me the gifts and using me in this amazing place. But I say all that to as we close, for you to think about something or someone else that may sometimes get the mentality, oh, he knows that I love him, I appreciate him. And that is our Lord. Think about all that God does for us on a daily basis. Do you think that he deserves the adoration for what he's doing? Well, I hope that we've seen that's what today has been about giving God the praise at the beginning of our prayer time or any time during the day to let Him know how much we appreciate what He's doing for us and that we're not just taking all of it for granted. Again, this is only one part of the prayer. We will touch on the next three weeks 
with the other three parts. But for today, is adoration already a part of your prayers? If not, I pray that we will start giving credit where credit is due. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.